This is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Ellen, and today I'm going to tell you about how to use the six levers to get on board the transformation journey. But before we get started, let me give you a brief recap of what we discussed in our last six lever series episode. So optimizing the return on investment or ROI of consulting spend can significantly impact your your bottom line. And you need to ensure that you're getting the most value for your money by carefully evaluating the cost and the impact of your consulting services. You have to negotiate better rates with consultants, find more cost-effective suppliers, and focus on high-value projects. So to maximize the ROI from your consulting project, you should review the six levers we have described in the previous episodes, and then implement those that make sense for your organization based on where you stand and where you want to get. So it can be investing in the right project, it can be having a structured IFP process, a building relationship with suppliers, but it can so also be managing changes during the projects to keep costs under control, collaborating uh, between business lines and procurement teams to build networks and improve um, stakeholder satisfaction, and also professionalizing teams and utilizing design to cost methods. So it's by combining this strategy that you can achieve on average an increase of 25 to 50% in ROI, potentially resulting in hundreds of millions saved or earned for your organization, depending on your size or how much consulting you buy every year. So if you're like the most business leaders, you know that transformation is essential to stay ahead of the competition. But where do you start and how can you be sure that your transformation efforts will succeed? So in today's episode, I'll share a few tips to get your initiative to maximize the ROI of your consulting spend off to a successful start. So whether you are just getting started or well underway, this podcast is for you. So tune in now and learn how to use the six levers to get on board the transformation journey. So in a world that's rapidly changing due to digital transformation, organizations are scrambling to keep up. A recent McKinsey study found that nine out of 10 C-level and senior leaders have had at least one large-scale organizational change in the past few years, which is no surprise considering how quickly technology can evolve or become obsolete. So it's clear companies must stay ahead of these changes if they want success with their transformations. But for those who don't know where to start or what transformation even means, it's not going to be easy. But what do they mean by transformation? Well, in general, there are three different perspectives. The first one is operational or doing better, faster, cheaper. The second one is pivoting from one core business to another. And Netflix is a very good example since they shifted from you know, DVD uh, renting to streaming with su- the success we all know, right? And the last one is embracing cultural changes over time. So now let me make a case for the optimization of the area of your consulting space. I say it's a transformation, but why? 
Because working to maximize the ROI of your consulting spend implies that all the stakeholders need to be on the same page if you want to succeed. This means that strategy, finance, and procurement departments need to work together with all the other areas of the company. Because as I said in last week's podcast, all the functions and business lines in your organization are potential clients for consulting services, unless you have limited access to consulting to a very small group of functions, but you know that's another story. So you see, we're talking about a company-wide transformation here. So don't worry there. It doesn't have to be an uphill battle. Even though, according to John Cotter, 70% of such initiatives are doomed to fail. But that's mostly because people are not taken into consideration when planning and executing them. Technology is obviously important, but the heart of a successful transformation lies in its people and how they interact with each other to make it happen. You know, EY and Oxford University recently conducted research that revealed commitment from employees was key to success, something often overlooked. The survey also highlighted how important psychological safety is. When pressure increases during times of transition, having additional support like um, listening sessions can be a paramount in maintaining trust between stakeholders so they don't give up faith in the project's progress or vision. So when your organization starts the next transformation, don't forget to put plans in place to ensure everyone feels supported throughout this high stakes moment. Now, where do we start with our six levers? So let me answer that right away using the works of two change leaders, John Cotter and the late David Nadler. So John Cotter recommends that you first build a sense of urgency. To do this, you should measure where your organization stands on the consulting procurement maturity. So identify areas of improvement and measure the size of the prize. You can visit our website, consultingquest.com, to read our inside called Diagnosis, Diagnosing sorry, Your Consulting Procurement Maturity Met Simple. And if you go at the bottom of the inside, you will find a short survey that gives you a pre-diagnosis of your organization's maturity. That could really help to get started. Now, give practical examples with real numbers to support your case. For example, if there is an opportunity to save costs by working with boutique consultants, calculate the savings that can be made and present it in monetary terms. So now, David Nadler adds that when building the case for change, you need to highlight mistakes made in the past. Don't go into too much detail, but give enough background information so people get an insight into why things had gotten stuck and why a change is needed. For instance, you could explain why keeping procurement out of the equation leads to lower impact and higher costs. And finally, bombard people on future opportunities and the benefits for the company. Emphasize how being agile and seizing opportunities quickly will enable your organization to gain an advantage over competitors. So make sure that everyone involved understands that your organization cannot seize these opportunities without changing. Now you need to align your top management with a common vision of success and build a coalition to support the change. It's essential to choose the right people for this task. 
as it will be crucial for driving successful action. So look for people who have power, influence, credibility, expertise, and leadership skills. It's also important to create a vision that is imaginable and, and attractive, something that the team can easily visualize and, and understand. And this means developing goals regarding ROI, impact, and savings within specific dimensions of maturity you would like to achieve. So while doing so, make sure your vision remains flexible, adjustable, and easy to modify according to changing circumstances. So you also have to understand that the vision depends on your company's current maturity, your culture, your existing ways of working, but also your ambitions and the volume of consulting you buy, among other things. Not all companies need to be best in class. A small company, for instance, may aim for a standard level where processes are under control and basic demand management in place, while a very large company should aim for the moon. So finally, when presenting your vision to the team, or even a, a wider audience, don't forget to speak directly to the head, the logical side, the heart, the emotional side, and the guts, the instinctive side. It's a powerful combination that can help drive successful change. So try to engage with people on those three levels. This will increase the chances of success. Your next step is to facilitate the adoption of a new way of working and anticipate potential resistance from different stakeholders. So it's understandable that business leaders who are used to deciding everything on the consulting budget might not feel completely comfortable with arbitration and validation step. They might feel you're taking powers out of their hands. Like similarly, procurement professionals accustomed to being called for negotiations and transactional activities only might have some reservations about their increased role. So we can all agree that change for the greater good is necessary. However, don't underestimate the impact it will have on individuals. You know, some functions will be integral to this new way of working, so they must be on board. Make sure to keep them in the loop. Understand their point of view and provide support where needed. This way, you can ensure that everyone has a stake in the success of your project and will work together to make it happen. But don't forget to have some fun along the way too. You know, after all, change is an exciting time. You know, share stories from similar projects, get creative with incentivizing participation and celebrate successes when, when they come. Who knows, you might even have some people running towards these new opportunities instead of uh, resisting them. So now it is time to communicate your plan. So it's essential that you communicate as widely and openly as possible. This will ensure that everyone understands the changes, how those changes will affect them, and why they need to be implemented in order to get a successful transition. So when it comes to communicating your plan, there are three dimensions you should consider. First, who needs to know? So identify who needs to know about the change, what information they need, and how they should receive it. For example, is it an email or a meeting or a workshop? Second, what do they need to know? Explain what is changing and why. Make sure to include practical steps on how people can adjust and prepare 
for the new processes? And three, when do they need to know? You have to determine when people need to be informed so that they can make the necessary preparations. And in addition, you should make sure your plan includes a list of all the changes that will be implemented and the actions that you're taking to address any resistance that might arise. Changes could include introducing new technology, altering processes, hiring new personnel, or creating new roles, whatever it takes to ensure a successful transition. Lastly, keep in mind that communication is key throughout this process. So don't forget to stay focused on ensuring your message reaches everyone who needs it. And now it's time to implement your plan. So prioritizing action, it's, it's an important part of this process, considering which ones can be tackled quickly and start by tackling those first. This will help build momentum and enthusiasm for the project as you move forward. But don't forget to mix in some longer term actions that might not have a quick payoff, but could make a real difference in the long run. And lastly, don't forget about the good project management practices, set up key performance indicators, KPIs, and solid project governance. So KPIs help you measure the performance of your implementation, while rules around governance will make sure everyone is clear on who has the authority to make decisions and take action. So good communication, clear goals, and solid risk management can also do wonders for any implementation plan. Thinking ahead about potential issues that may arise will ensure you are prepared to tackle them if they come up down the line. And last but not least, it's important to keep the momentum and make sure that any changes made are sustainable. That means integrating them into the company culture so it becomes part of how your team works over time. Easy as pie, right? Of course, you need to help with that. And there are a few ways to do it. Firstly, uh, you can look at changing processes using handbooks and training sessions if, if not in it. Secondly, uh, leverage digital tools to support those changes. It can be anything from collaboration tools that help spread ideas quickly to productivity tools like task management application or procurement tools that guide your team through the best practices and measure their adherence uh, to them. And again, don't forget the fun stuff either. You know, adding a bit of fun into the mix can go a long way in keeping people engaged and motivated. So to conclude today's topic, you know that success in today's climate requires embracing digital transformation, but just implementing change won't guarantee a great return on investment. The keys to optimizing consulting spend are understanding the why behind the initiative and running everyone around it, which isn't always easy. So experts John Cotter and David Nadler emphasize putting urgency first by presenting tangible facts tied to real consequences of inaction, as well as highlighting potential rewards associated with taking action. You know, to increase buying from upper management, that suggests selecting individuals with power, influence, credibility, expertise, and leadership capabilities. So you should create a vision powerful enough and speak candidly directly into people's mind, heart, soul, AKA head, heart, and guts when delivering this dream out loud. You need to think strategically about who needs the info, what they ought to know, and most importantly, when do they need it? Plus you have to move fast to keep the momentum and at the same time, keep 
the long-term goals in life. Planning ahead can help determine which actions are most important. Your strategy should include setting up goals plus implementing good project management practices like risk management and project governance. And last but not least, make sure those changes become part of your everyday life by implementing practical methods such as handbooks, training sessions, or digital tools like collaboration, productivity, or procurement apps. So let's keep on changing the way we buy consulting together. Well, that marks the end of my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Keep an eye on for me next week when I return with another fascinating topic. Till then, stay safe and happy sourcing. And if you have any questions regarding today's topic or anything consulting procurement related, remember you can always contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email because I'm always game for a chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.